My name is Robert Pussy. They call me Bobcat. Attention students. The Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. It doesn't fit on my head anymore. But you're also not being video recorded. Yeah. Oh, I know. I was just. It's just for <laughs> you, just Drew. It's for your entertainment. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's really bright in here. Because our future. <laughs> 2021 looks bright. Mm hmm. You know what else looks bright? What's up? Drew's dick in the sunlight. I bet you that's true. Yeah, that thing gets no sun whatsoever. Drew is like super pale as it is. I can imagine his wiener is probably, it's like. Oh, it's the only thing that's tan. <laughs> it it, it looks is like, weird though. It looks like Hulk Hogan. It's old and leathery. <laughs> you guys ever notice that that's kind of weird? Like why is your, why like if the rest of your body gets no sun, you get super white. But like. You never tan your dick, but it's always tan. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, maybe you're born with, uh, that pigment already just, just to make it more attractive. I mean, is there anybody out there? Look, Hey, listeners, if you're out there and you have a super pale dick, <laughs> add us on Twitter. <laughs> Cause do you think like, uh, like at the draft take, pod? Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's take Hollister for just for example. Yeah, do you think like he's he's just like super dark, but then has a a pale penis because yeah, like like you know how your eyeballs don't grow like your entire life, like it's like the same thing where that. you didn't know that. No. Yeah. So like no matter how little or as much sun as gets on your dick or fake sunlight, like you still can't tan your dick. Yeah. Oh man, that might be a thing. Uh, <laughs> we, we've stumbled across something. Uh, and if you do have a super pale dick, do you go to like a tanning bed, get twenty minutes and then just put your dick in the bed and close it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just slam your dick in the tanning bed. Yeah, you don't even have to flip it because it kind of gets both sides. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't because uh, I got a tan dick. That's, that's, <laughs> well, I mean, the end of a tanning bed is open, right? Yeah, yeah. I you think can just so, stick yeah. the top and the bottom. Yeah, but the ratio—you got to get a mini tanning bed though, because the ratio would be all off if you use the big one and just stick it well, in that big to, hole. You know, you have well, to pull your balls back because you I don't think wanna... that could be a draft pod product. <laughs> Ooh, it could be a, a dick tanning, a little mini a tan, little mini bed. dick tanner. Oh man, dick tanner! And it could yeah. be like, uh, uh, you know, Danny. It's now a Dan- his brother Dick. Yeah, it's a Danny Tanner, Richard. <laughs> Oh, God. Dick Tanner. 
Oh, man. We should call it the Danny Tanner. You like tan your Danny, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, the Danny Tanner. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's pretty good. Do you think Full House would get mad at us about that, though? Oh, yeah. We would get definitely get sued, and we would definitely get cease and desist letters. But, uh, hey, so we'll just stick you just do it until they say no, and then you change it. No, it's Danny's brother, Dick. <laughs> well, and we have our own Danny on board with Jabroni U Network. So oh, I that's guess we right. Can do it. Yeah, we're not talking yeah. about Danny. It, this is an, an actual tanner that tans Danny's, you know? Yeah. Also, did we make that up? Is is now Dick called the Danny? I like that. I do like it. I think I like call. I feel like it's mine's a Danny. Look at that Danny. Australian, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, It's in the it's in the neighborhood of Dingy. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah, Tanner the Danny. Well, we're here, guys. Yeah, we are. Should we tell everybody why we're just bullshitting? Because we're bullshitting today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how we tell them. <laughs> Should right, we tell so them we... we're bullshitting? Yeah, we're bullshitting. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're uh, drafting bullshit. So uh, we're just going to be drafting random things that make no sense whatsoever. But we're going to draft it. The first thing that pops in our mind, boom. That's what we're drafting. Yeah. Okay. It's called drafting some bullshit. Yeah. So like Chicago, uh, the single shot, Tim, the dairy farmers bowl, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the bowl from gladiator. There's a bowl in that movie at some point, right? Okay. I got you. I don't know. There's gotta be, uh, what's another good bowl. I'm saying, what about the one from Night Court? Yeah, Bull from Night Court. Yeah, that's number two. <laughs> that's a great one. The Bull Cut. And then uh, what about the uh, what about the Blue Ox? That's number one. Oh, Babe. Yeah, Babe Damn. the Blue Ox. Boom. Yeah. See, I that's was bullshit. just saying random bullshit. I know that like, was pretty goddamn random. Yeah. Well, no, I was saying like all their types of uh, shit. The left side of your glasses after you break them because you sat on them in the bed. Um, so like that, just that left piece. Um, also, um, broken CD pieces after you, um, threw it out the window cause the CD sucked and then you drove over top of it, but then picked <laughs> it up and handed it to your friend just so you could tell him that the shit that you just tried to play in my car sucks. Is you that know, true? Um, Is that a true story? I mean, it could be. Wow. There's, there's nothing scarier than trying to break a CD. And like, when oh, you I got know. to that, like, almost halfway. Oh, I know. Uh, so I wouldn't give. so much tension, and you're just like, this thing is just going to burst, and every single <laughs> shrapnel is just going to go everywhere. And then it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's scary, man. That shit was sharp when you break them in half. Yeah, you got to have, sure like, was. you got to put safety glasses on if you're snapping CDs out there. Just that's a draft pod exclusive uh, safety mm-hmm. tip. You can get a 60%, but then throw the goggles on when you get the next 40. Yeah. Yeah. We're here for your health, everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're like, uh, we're like the, uh, health department. 
We're going to give you the PPE necessary for snapping CDs mm-hmm. or whatever we'll else comes to, to properly mind. properly yeah. your dick, how to snap CDs. That's right. You got to uh, get the Danny Tanner. all the good nuggets. That's right. All the good. Yeah, we got to get something for the nuggets, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, we've gone through nugget care. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah we've definitely uh, done some nugget care stuff. So go back. Uh, a while back ago and check out our bathroom essentials episode with old Gypsy. Yeah. 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 Old Gypsy. Old Gypsy. Hey, Drew. Yeah. What's, uh, what's so Raven or Sheedy that's on your mind? Um, I'm going to, I'll start with a Sheedy. Hold on a second. Let's, uh, Let's just do it, you know. Let's hear it. I can listen to him all night long. Yeah, we gotta give Ka some love, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd wax his legs. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> but in a good way, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like he'd like it. Yeah. Oh, he would. He'd let you. He'd let you go all the way up to like just before the taint i bet mm-hmm. yeah he'd let you there go high a certain, there just a certain he, loved, he, he liked the hairy taint <laughs> that right. is true that's but right you, you ever notice there becomes a certain point where on the thigh there's this cutoff where it goes from like you know just a physical therapy type massage to erotic and it's like it's a line that's like right there that's an invisible line and you don't know where it is, but like if you go just go a finger above that line, all of a sudden it's gotten sexual. Or even two fingers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean that's probably true. That's probably like an erogenous zone. Mm-hmm. You know? I like the word erogenous too. Yeah. That's so raven. <laughs> that is that is a raven word. Yeah, it's erogenous is not erroneous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout right. out to Raven Simone's uh, erogenous areas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree, but it, this, it was unnecessary. I feel like Raven, <laughs> I feel like raven has nice areolas. Jesus yeah. Christ! Okay, all right. Age, it's okay. Yeah, Raven Simone is a beautiful woman. All right, you don't need to speak about her like as like that. You know, that's right. She right. dropped gems for yeah, a long time. Sorry for saying you have nice physical features, Raven. Yeah. My I'm sorry. Apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew. Speaking yeah. of Raven, what you got? Oh, I, I got something shitty. James, why don't you go ahead and play that music? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this week, uh, Sunday, Alex Trebek passed away at 80 years old, and that was a fucking bummer. Yeah, that's really tough. I yeah, love man. Jeopardy. I love him on that show, which is it's really ironic, too, because I see all the Sean Connery versus Alex Trebek memes and the fact that they died within like two weeks from each other. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. Is real crazy. Um, That's so funny. 
Like Trent Beck? Yeah. He he just I was watching a, a thing about him and he was like he just recorded ten days ago. Uh he was just in studio recording. Like that's how much that's how like long like he was still going at it. Oh yeah, He's dude. Like, he wasn't gonna stop. Yeah. Yeah, he he booked they they recorded enough shows to like get through the end of this year. Wow. Like, that's crazy. Like this dude has stage four was a pancreatic cancer and yeah, he's just yeah. like, Yeah, I'm still doing it. He's like if Cal Ripken had five MLB careers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like it's crazy to think how long he did like literally from the moment that I knew of Jeopardy as a thing as a kid, mm-hmm. he's been all I've ever known on Jeopardy. Even Price is Right changed, Family Feud changed like five times. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know. I, I guess uh, Wheel of Fortune was still the same thing. So, so credit to Sajak, but yeah. um, it was like Sajak and and Trebek, and to me. Sajak was Leno and Trebek was Letterman. And like, that's how I Dude, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Trebek is, uh, he was, his voice is so peaceful and so calming. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I used to love just putting Jeopardy on and having it on. And I remember like working at the Ritz Carlton, the guy I worked with, Scott, shout out Scott Alloy. He, was super into Jeopardy and he was also actually fucking good at Jeopardy where mm-hmm. he would answer questions. I'd be like, no, that's not fuck." And then they'd say whatever he just said. And I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> the show would fuck me up. What other video, what not video, what other game show can you equate to one of the first moments that you were also aroused? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't. What I, do you mean other? Well, I'm just thinking about this. <laughs> if you think about White Man Can't Jump and Rosie Perez in that movie, and then, boom, she was on Jeopardy. Like, those are things that she thought, like, what other game show got that kind of feature? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's Rosie true. Perez I mean, Vanna White was pretty fucking hot. She was, but yeah, you didn't true. see her Rosie Perez's, you know? Well, and then, you know, Jeopardy made Ken Jennings famous. Dude, yeah. And yeah, like, oh, man. The fact that I know who Ken Jennings is is fucking crazy. I couldn't tell you uh, anybody that was a superstar on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, exactly. No. There's, there's two, there's two big game show people contestants that I know of. It's Ken Jennings and it's Two Scoops from American Gladiators. <laughs> like, that's uh, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the list. Yeah. So, but Trebek was like, he was amazing. And then obviously, like, all of the SNL stuff. And, yeah. And uh, that's that was obviously amazing, too, which he was seemed to be very cool with. But he was low-key funny, too. He would throw these jabs in there at the contestants from time to time. Um, yeah. and it, it, Trebek, um, helped me understand dry humor to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, cause so, sometimes as a kid, like dry humor, you're trying to figure it out. And Trebek was one of those dudes that was like low key funny, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, but like, it's, it's crazy. And 
you go through the faces and he still looked like he was 20 years younger than what he actually was like leading yeah. up to the end. You know, he did not look 80 for sure. And he didn't look yeah. like he had cancer either. No, yeah. no. You know, yeah, so brought, that's, you that's definitely shitty. Yeah. You, br- you brought up Ken Jennings and this is, I, I was talking to my mom about this, uh, because I was like, yeah, he, I think Ken Jennings would actually make a good host of Jeopardy. Oh, he would. He would. would. Who do you guys think would be a good like replacement? Jimmy Kimmel. Man. Jimmy Kimmel would be good up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody. Uh, I'm just uh, kidding. Jimmy Kimmel yeah. would like could host anything, but <laughs> yeah. oh, for, yeah. sure. for sure. I think he's good right now. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> uh, Thomas Middleditch. Thomas Middleditch. He could do it. Yeah. You know, the, the interrupter Hardwick one would be pretty good. Yeah. I would love Hardwick to see would Hardwick. Be, I mean, Hardwick would be like the best choice, I think. Yeah. Man, I'm surprised he's not calling right now, just as we're saying that. I know. You know we're giving him all this love. Yeah. And he's going to call in a time when we don't want him to call. He's not going to call when, we, when we're like, you know, thinking about him positively. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be a really fantastic one. Um, I think they got to be careful with this one of who they replace. I'm sure they'll get it right, but yeah, I don't think you want to go too Drew Carey celeb heavy. Like, yeah, let's get Drew Carey up there. <laughs> yeah, like Drew Carey has grown on me as as like the Price is Right guy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, yeah, it felt weird going from. Bob Barker to Drew Carey a little bit, <laughs> you know. Um, Bob Barker holding that tiny mic, man. What about Steve Harvey? <laughs> I mean, he's so good on Family Feud. I, I wouldn't want to take him from that. I know. Yeah. I, I'm I just saying. Say I'm about, saying all Bowie? people that wouldn't yeah. that wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know. What about Richard Carn? <laughs> that'd be pretty good actually. actually actually that'd be kind of fire yeah i think he actually he would do a pretty good job i think but i would get bored with him you know who would be really good i'm not i'm thinking of it now and i don't know if uh you'll definitely know him james i don't i don't know if you know him as well but scott van pelt would be very good yeah i don't know who he is so he's a sport. He's he's got the eleven thirty or midnight Sports Center show on ESPN every night. And Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt, so it's just his Sports Center that's named for him. All that. And yeah. He was a radio guy and everything like that. But he's got that that quick wit, um, can be dry sense of humor, and uh, he would have a, a good presence to him. Uh, he would he would be a really good one, but. Yeah, man, it's 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 definitely a bummer, but like again, like I think about it and I'm like, we've gotten over thirty years of, of dude, you know, hosting Jeopardy and and you know, it was just like this comfort thing. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, that is that is shitty, but it's also Raven to remember all the, the good shit he did. Yeah. Um James, you got anything Raven or Sheedy? Yeah, actually. 
Uh, you guys know about uh, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric's awesome show. Great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim released a comedy special. Let me see if I can pull it up. But he released a comedy special on his YouTube page that's like free. It's free on his YouTube page. It's like a 45-minute special. Oh, wow. And it is one of the funniest stand-up specials I've ever seen. Like, I started watching it with my wife, and we're, like, fucking laughing so hard. Like, you know that laughter when you're laughing so hard that you, like, slap the person next to you, and then they slap you back? You know, like, like that's what it was. Like, we were just slapping the shit out of each other. Like, it was so fucking funny. But uh, the special is, like... It's called An Evening with Tim Heidecker, and it's free. Uh, oh, wow. So just throw an evening with, and you get an instant classic. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, he, the, the whole special, the idea of it is like he's just kind of making fun of like the typical stand-up comedy special. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, just the character that he's playing is a very Tim Heidecker and (laughs) it is so fucking funny. I I don't really want to like, I don't know. I don't want to like say too much about it because I don't want to spoil any aspect of it, but there, it, it, it all plays out in such a way that like, it's just a perfect build on top of each other. And like, it's very fucking funny. Yeah. I like that. That, uh, that, that brings me to. I actually had a lot of things this week, so that brings me to an, uh, an, a raven that I have. Um, Showtime just yesterday had their first episode of a show called Moonbase Eight. Oh shit! Yeah, it's Tim like the Heidegger, Space Force. John C. Riley, Fred Armisen, and. Super Bowl champion Travis Kelce. Whoa, I'm oh, a big Kelsey uh, fan, so that's fun. Yes, and uh, so it was real. Like, it's real weird. Uh, they're they're basically practicing for going and living on the moon, but they're in Arizona. <laughs> and uh, what? It's, yeah, yeah. So they're they're practicing for like when you we like to go live on the moon. So they're trying to like they're trying to like mimic the conditions that take place on the moon and okay. do it on Earth. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's just weird. And I like the first one. I mean, there's only been one so far, but it's I like it set up a lot of good things, and I can just see like like I can just see some good things happening. I guess. Oh so, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, that sounds super interesting. Yeah. That's a that's a crazy John C. Riley and Travis Kelsey together. That's yeah. <laughs> sounds wild to me. Oh yeah, I'm super excited about that show. I saw a trailer for it the other day, and I and it was after I had watched this, and after we like bet like I've got I've gotten an overload of Tim Heidecker lately because bedtime stories. Mm-hmm. Like I just finished the second season of that, and then the stand up special, and now that show, man. We're getting, I like, I like this era of a lot of Tim Heidecker. <laughs> uh, this awesome. I got some, uh, I got a couple Ravens, uh, musically. Um, I've really been, uh, fucking this week with 
uh, the Kid Leroy's album and uh, Fora, P H O R A, I believe. It's very like new school, so it's way different than the Buster Rhymes that I suggested last week, which was, which has still been an instant replay for me, like constant replay for me. Um, that Busta album's so good, um, but like yeah, these these new school guys, um, they're a lot of fun. The Cable Roy's kind of like Juice World like, yeah. so if you like uh, Juice World music, you'd be into it. Um, and then. Uh, the other day on Twitter, I opened up to see that Donald Glover's working on a, an album, and he's saying it's his favorite one that he's done. Yeah. And I'm, like, excited about that. And then he drops that Atlanta um, is is coming out. and Season two seasons, and three. Or season three and four. Three and four, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's going to be um, as good as or, or better than everything except Sopranos. So, um, <laughs> you know, for him to say that is to me, it's a big deal because Atlanta falls into my top 10 shows of all time, if I'm being quite honest with you. So, um, the fact that he's hyping this up makes me feel really good, especially with everything that's gone on. He's gotten a lot of material to work with, um, yeah. especially with it being Atlanta and you know actually seeing georgia you know flip um so uh which i guess brings me to my last that's so raven a cool story that happened this weekend um so sunday mornings uh basically the kid and i we we take a little trip we'll we'll go to different places and different parks and things like that and i'll try to find places i can take him and uh so there's one spot I found that's badass. So we're driving down there and we drive past all these like super nice homes. And uh, we're not a political podcast, but fuck it, here we go. Um, yeah. You know, so I'm driving by and there's this house that's kind of devalued itself because it's putting like hundreds and thousands of dollars of like Trump signs out there. And it looks ridiculous. Like the house is super nice. And even if it was Biden signs, it would look ridiculous to have that many signs out there in front of your house and just it just made it look stupid so i just rolled out my window i start hysterically laughing uh like ray Liotta and goodfellas and then all of a sudden i look back and my kid is hysterically laughing too so all of a sudden i look over and they just slumped down like super dejected and uh i don't know it was really funny to me so we go to the park 45 minutes goes by. Uh, we come back around. Every last sign was gone. And I just thought it was, uh, it, it was really funny uh, to me. And um, the kid got a good laugh on it too. So pretty fun. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. They took the signs down because of the, because of the laughter. I don't know. Like think? It, it looked like they were pulling one out. So they might've been working on the whole thing, but it was yeah. just like, then they took down all the, and I'm not shitting you when I say there was over a hundred signs. Oh my God. Like, it was insane. Cause it was a super nice house on the water. And I was just like, they probably would have crazy. gotten like evicted or something, or they probably, or they probably uh, were against some kind of not evicted, but the, against some kind yeah, of like HOA thing, you know, the homeowners I, association well, probably told them to take that shit down. 
I had driven by because I've been to this this park that we found. It's yeah. like this hidden gem. I'd been there two other times, and both times I had seen all the signs. So it's not. Yeah. It's been up there for like a month, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just I don't know. To me, it was humorous. No, it is. It it's actually it's a pet peeve of mine. It's definitely a sheedy, uh, where like you drive. I don't know. I've just never seen this kind of like showmanship when it comes to a presidential candidate before. It looked and, like Christmas or Halloween decorations. Yeah. People are, people are wild. doing that in my neighborhood. Like yeah. you see like Trump signs hanging from the tree, multiple signs, like 20 signs in the ground, people building their own, like eight by 10 foot yeah, fucking fo- yeah. like they're, they're going to home Depot and buying fucking four by fours. And they're building these big signs into the ground at their house, like mini billboards in your front yard <laughs> that say Trump. It's it's just, it seems like like such an unnecessary thing to do. Yeah, I can't and, tell you. I don't think there would ever be a case. Um, now I've never had a political sign in my at my home ever before. Me neither. I can't, I can't think of a time where I'd be like. Hey, you know what we should do this weekend? Let's throw a few hundred dollars together and uh, DIY this massive billboard that we could just put in front of our <laughs> our house that we're probably going to have to take down in a couple months just because the election will be over. And then at that point, it'll be stupid that we have it up. Dude, but then what are we going to do with it afterwards? <laughs> dude, I saw uh, just, just two days ago, like after the election, after Biden clearly is the winner, I saw a dude in like a brand new Ford F one fifty, all lifted, fucking. It had like stacks or whatever, and like it was just like a fucking pimped out truck, and it was covered in head to toe with a whole Trump twenty twenty wrap. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, like, my God, dude, like. Now you paid to have somebody install that and make your truck look like that. And then now, like, what are you going to, what do you do? And now, now the only thing left is to go out there and say the votes were fraudulent because now you, you got at this truck and you're like, well, fuck, I got to fucking fight for this thing. You know, you could probably sell it to like, um, you could probably sell it to like a Biden party, right? Yeah. And then uh, tell them that they can use it as one of those bash cars that you did in high school. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like that would be that'd be a ton of fun. You know, it's just um, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. It, it is wild to me. Like, but Trump, Trump is the guy. Cars. Trump yeah. is the guy that these people are latching onto. Like, why is yeah. Trump the guy? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it's just. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. It's, it's funny to me. It's funny to me as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, um, I want to be clear that I'm not like anti anybody. I, I'm just happy. I'm happy that things are going to be a little different, you know, for my tastes, but I'm yeah, not happy. I'm not happy so with the division, with the division of the com- country. Yeah. And I'm not happy with divisive shit in general. I want, people to be together and people to be unified. And, uh, I feel like the, the new president is echoing those same thoughts and I want everybody, I want, I'm hoping that the government can work for all people. 
I'm hoping that Biden can make good yeah. on that statement. I'm just looking yeah. forward to a couple key things because, you know, I'm not necessarily a Joe B guy. Um, I wanted things to go in a different direction, but, um, you know, uh, I am happy that we won't have somebody tweeting 50 times a day. I am happy that I'm not going to have lies, um, you know, brought up to me uh, from from people who believed some of the the crazy things that were said. And I am just happy that we're going to have some some silence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's where things make me happy. Is like, like okay, like do your job, but you don't need to broadcast it to the world. Just do your shit. And then guess what? Like, you know, that's that's cool. If you, if you don't do a good job, you're out of here. That's just, that's just what it is. So, right. One yeah. thing that, and yeah, I'm again. I, I like I'm. I don't want to sound like you know, rubbing it in anybody, but cause I know how it feels when somebody, you know, I know how it felt four years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh. oh yeah. And, and though, I mean, shit, I mean, like I said, I think I said before, I didn't vote for either one of them in, in 2016, but, um, the, like one thing I enjoyed about the, watching his speech and, it had nothing to do with the words anybody was saying, but I saw American flags in the audience. And for the first time in four years, like the American flag meant something positive. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. like, I, I, I truly love this country and love a lot of the freedoms that we have. Yeah. And like, if I, if I wanted to like show that, like I, I, I was almost ashamed to put out an American flag because it meant like people would think that I was like this. I kind of felt the same way. Loving, to be honest. Yeah. You know, hate. You know, like this hate machine. Yeah. Where it's not that at all, and like seeing like seeing like kids crying, and you know, like and like the fact that like like I know my nieces have like a strong female role model to look up to. Like that's fucking awesome. That's yeah. yeah, that's and, the uh, thing that's being kind of buried that shouldn't be. Um, mm-hmm. is that we literally have the first woman we've ever elected into a position, you know, of vice presidency or presidency for that matter, but like um we have the first woman, we have the first black woman, we have the first Indian woman, first biracial woman. Um and to me, that's that's positive. That's a good yeah. thing to see, um, to see that that. And, and honestly, for me, it would have been any any woman would have been fantastic, um, you know. But it's 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 good to see that, you know, that's that's something that we've we've done now. So we've actually jumped a hurdle, and we don't have to. I mean, now the first woman president will be the first woman president. But it's not as big of a hurdle to jump, and maybe it won't rub people as wrong because uh, there's still people out there, believe it or not, that are like, "I'm not going to vote for this person because it's a woman." You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So hopefully we've jumped some of that hurdle, um, and you know, just from the, the yeah. That's the good thing about all of this to me is that 
I'm I'm finally I think I'm a little bit naive of a person, so I'm finally kind of showed the light that there are people out there that think the wrong way and the opposite way that I think. And that that's kind of like an eye opener for me because I never I never expected this type of divi- division amongst people. I always give everybody the benefit yeah. of the doubt. So uh, I feel like that's kind of a cool thing for me is that I've kind of had my eyes open to the fact that like uh, there's could there could be potentially people out there that would want to hurt me because of my thoughts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, it, it is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. But I don't know. Uh, I just feel overall like, um, I don't, you know, I'm not in this super celebratory mode. Like, yeah, I had that thing and it was just kind of funny to me. Um, but it's, it's more of like this relief of like, I don't know, we can get to, to, you know, a a person in leadership that, you know, isn't going to have to broadcast everything and make it about themselves. Oh yeah. Um, it's just going to be, Guess what? If it's boring, fantastic. That's the way I want it to be. Yeah. I don't right. want to even have to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but that's so Raven for me. I like that. Um, I did. I, I have an, another that's so Raven. Um, hey, before you uh, other that's so Raven, uh-huh. uh, I have a little message from our sponsors which is us oh, okay what else is so rare so naturally brilliant so exquisitely pure that it can capture the light of your love this year give her the t-shirt that'll take her breath away JabroniU.threadless.com Promo code give her the dick, but you don't have to actually put that in. That's just for fun. <laughs> That's just for fun. Uh, you can just type that in the status bar, but uh, nothing will happen. But Type still... it in, give yourself a little giggle, erase yeah. it, and you'll still get the deal. I mean, the webmaster may get a report that says that a few different times from people entering it in. You know, and it might be yeah. funny at that point too. Again, for him. Yeah. Also, it's been a while. Go <laughs> to our iTunes, rate us five star, hashtag give her the dick, and uh, you know, enjoy. Drew, what's your uh, second? That's so ribbon. Um, the uh, two of my man crushes were on Saturday Night Live this week, dude. Yeah, yes. boy. Both named Dave, Chappelle and Grohl. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, uh, I thought it was fun. That was a great um, episode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I feel like they were really saving their best stuff for uh, when Chappelle was going to be up. Well, the, the thing that I thought was uh, super interesting is it felt like, for instance, his mo- monologue's been talked about quite a bit. It felt like literally he was going up there. And this is what I got to witness when I saw him do some stand-up, is where literally it didn't feel like he had anything necessarily written down except for maybe ideas in his head. And he was just talking him through and working through it. 
And I saw some people that didn't like it, but to me, it was fun to see somebody without a a script. Yeah. Oh, dude, I loved it. Just kind of just to watch him work the process in his head and and just kind of work through it. I loved. I loved. I loved it when he said, "Sorry, Lauren, I thought this was a comedy show." Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like the fact that. Like the way he came out, in like a suit and smoking, and like it, it, it seemed like a a sixties lounge act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it just smoking, and <laughs> you, like you could see the smoke like billowing up from his little table and everything, and just like, what is this, Dean Martin at the Sands? Like, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I really liked but, it. And even like the uh, the sketches were pretty pretty good. Oh, uh, there was one that had me rolling. Pete Davidson dressed as Count Chocula. Yeah. No, seriously. Look at Pete Davidson's lips. That, <laughs> you know, everybody lost it. Everybody yeah. lost it. Pete spit his teeth out and had to put them back in. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that shit's so funny. Yeah, I was, well, and you can even see, like, uh, when they first let into the thing and Maya Rudolph says her thing, um, yeah. Everybody like lost it. So yeah, it felt a lot like it was cool because it felt like Chappelle's show meets SNL, and they kind of yeah. like merged together in that skit. Um, and yeah, it was it was fun. I can imagine Chappelle's show coming back because they're talking. A, they're, yeah, they're talking a lot about this Netflix deal, and Netflix is now running Chappelle's show again. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, dude. I have a feeling that that show's coming back. And I, I, he's going to do it his way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Netflix will tell him, you do it the way you want to do it. Nobody's going to tell you differently. I'll tell you what, our country could use that. Like, oh, my God. Chappelle show, because, like, <sighs> here's the thing Drew, James, and myself are all kind of dudes that, um, like, hey, look, no we're not. We're not all the way left. We're not all the way right. So, like, you know, we like things. We like the humor not to necessarily be off limits, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and people yeah. to be able to just kind of do, use their artistic freedom when we're talking about comedy. Um, and Chappelle was, like, one of the few dudes who literally just can do that whenever he wants. And people can try to do their stupid cancel stuff with him. And he's just going to overcome it every time, you know? And so a show like Chappelle's show coming back um, might give some of America a sense of humor back. Yeah. And, you know, that's what, like, I think, I think I'm going to bring this up, which, by the way, I don't know if we've talked about this on this show, but the three of us are now currently, in the past couple weeks, and I think in the future, guests on... Uh, locals barbershop after hours podcast. Um, yeah, we are. Um, so I don't know if we've actually brought that up on the show or not, but uh, there, <clears throat> I think I talked about it on there. Like for me, like comedy is like my true deity. It's like, like it's like really the only thing I have reverence for, and yeah, like like and to me, like there's nothing greater than comedy and. I, I always go back to 
I remember Adrian Wayans, he had a special, he was talking about, like, how his kids, his kids can get away with anything as long as it's funny. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like that's, that's the way, like, Chappelle is. Like, like, hey, it doesn't matter, like, you know, even, like, things like South Park, like, the reason they get away with it is not because it's a cartoon, it's because it's fucking funny. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not, they don't do it hacky, it's not just, like, you know, insert, you know, group of people you don't like here. And, you know, it's, it's, he just does it in a funny way. And, uh, like I said, and like the fact that like people get all like upset and it's like, motherfucker, you're at Saturday Night Live. This show was built. Like the show was a bunch of anarchists were like, got together and were like, Hey, let's fuck up the system. (laughs) Like, like, that's what that show is. is. Yeah. You know, I, I I fucking love that. And the fact that they're bringing this shit back around to, like, having the stand-ups come on and do just, like, hey, just grip through, like, five, seven minutes. You guys can do it. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the best monologue ever. Yeah, man, having Burr and Chappelle, like, in these past few weeks has been... And Rock. Yeah, and Rock, like, oh, my God, it's been so good to just yeah. see those guys come back and, like, yeah, look, I, I love certain celebrities hosting SNL and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and it's awesome when the people come out of nowhere and surprise you, like Timberlake's first time hosting um, yeah. or whatever. Like, all that stuff's awesome. But when, like, a stand-up comedian comes on, I genuinely get excited because, like, getting to hear, getting to be excited about the monologue and, and things like that. That to me, that's a that's a ton of fun. Um, yeah. Also mentioned, uh, lastly, that uh, I was just recently on a guest on uh, Jabroni U Network's Biff Radio uh, on an episode uh, where me and Ben uh, went through date music. So uh, you're gonna get some other cool guests on there in, in the coming weeks. But that was a ton of fun. So uh, shout out to Ben and Biff Radio. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I can't wait to listen to that. I, uh, I guess, you know, this would be a good time to also talk about, uh, our next week's guest. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, we still have Ty coming up later this week. Uh, we still haven't explained what's yeah. going on. We had some yeah. we had some technical difficulties today and uh during trying to record the episode for today. So we've pushed it to uh later in the week and we'll drop it Friday and you'll get some information about uh what we're gonna be doing. I mean, I guess we We can say it. We now. can even we just can talk about it now. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be we will be commentating for the grind time classic for grind time wrestling here in Sarasota, Florida, uh, the draft pod boys at the commentator commentator desk. Yeah. Get, yeah. We took our commentators out mm-hmm. and we're going to common. We're going to all over. Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, yeah. We're fired. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, uh, next week's guest on the draft podcast is, is uh one and only Shane Lindergan and mm-hmm. Shane was on for our haircuts episode where we did live at yeah. locals barbershop and locals 
you know, maybe what I'll say here is keep an eye out because yeah. there's an announcement coming. Oh boy. Yeah. And guess what? You guys will find out what the episode is next week when we find out what the episode is next week. <laughs> Uh, that's right. That's right. We don't even know what that we'll topic's going to be. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got bull from Nightcore. I still call that. I'd uh, like to draft a keyboard with a rocket strapped to it, and then it's just sent up into space. <laughs> and then where it falls out in the Midwest, nobody knows. What the fuck? Yep. That's some bullshit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say like it lands and kills a bull, and that's the bull you select. <laughs> no, it's just nobody knows. No, nope. it's literal bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine though being a farmer just out on a farm, and then all of a sudden the keyboard just kind of falls right next to you? Yeah. You guys yeah. ever hear that story about that that uh, the people that like the. 60 pounds of marijuana fell through the roof of their house and they fucking, they called the cops and turned that shit in. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you out of your minds? Gummies. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They could have made so much money. (laughs) My goodness. That's yours now. You just keep that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah. That's crazy. Do they even get like a reward or anything? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't follow up on the story. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the cops uh, comes by, here's a $25 gift card to Applebee's, just packs it in, has, you know, packs it in his actual car, not his cop car. Yeah. And then drives off. Yeah. He's off duty. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Oh, we'll take it off your hands. Uh, but yeah, so. You know, Draft Pod's got a lot of cool shit going on, guys. Yeah. And we got a we lot sure of do, man. Yeah, we uh we're making connections, we're making waves, we're making moves, mm-hmm. we're making duties. Uh and hopefully in twenty twenty one, um, you know, people keep masking up, because uh, hopefully in twenty twenty one this the shit kind of goes by the wayside at some point. And we can actually uh, maybe make a little road trip. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we get over to Chi-Town. Dude, we'll shy it up. Mm-hmm. We'll shy the Baltic, you know? That's right. We'll, uh, we'll hang out with uh, our Chi-Town crew because we yeah. had a couple people in Chi-Town we know now. Call me Shyler Perry, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Two people. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. I just, we just want to get in the ring and uh, hit those ropes, you know? Yeah. Flybacks. <laughs> That's right. I just want to hit yeah. them ropes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys uh, know any good your mama jokes? No. No, like, I don't. Your mama's so flat, her bra fits on better backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I that's always, the one I knew. I always remember your mama's so fat she stepped on a quarter and squeezed a booger out of George Washington's nose. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We should do a Yo Mama draft. We should do that. That's a good one. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, uh, 
It was it was highly underrated, but uh, Yo Mama with Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama was a fun show. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ride with you on this one. Oh uh, come on! Listen, I'm riding so with good. Biden, but I ain't riding with this. <laughs> oh man, now that's some bullshit. <laughs> Uh, oh shit well hey guys uh you know this has been like a weird episode of the draft podcast i think oh should we play ka's that's a raven music out uh i think we should yeah i think anything goes at this point (laughs) jury you got anything to talk about well don't talk about it now Oh shit, I just snorted. <laughs> um, Drew, you got anything else you want to you say before we say something super uh, smart? Here, I, I can stop it. I'll just stop do, it. We have a, we, we, we will have a, a little present for just to say thank you for all the, all the guests that have been listening for a long time. Just a little, a little game you can play along with the draft pod boys. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's um, cool. And we got well, an IG it. live coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that the coming too. weeks. Yeah. So. All right. All. Other than that, I mean, stay cool. All right. This this has been. Oh, so we're staying cool. I, you don't want me to play the sheeny thing. Oh, I thought you did. Well, no, because I turned it off because you t- here. We got to listen to it. Oh, okay. You ready? And another thing. Like, what do you got? People... What's up? Andy, do you have anything really smart to say? Yeah, man. Um, I think sometimes people forget that math is a subject in school. <laughs> Hit the music. I was doing like a lot of research for what we were going to do tonight. And uh, I came across what, you know, I don't think Steven Seagal gets enough credit. Stay cool, everybody.